Welcome back to another episode of Talking Titles. This week it's the same podcast in a different style. The guys decided to watch a game while talking about games. The game in question? The World Baseball Classic finale between Japan and the United States of America. Over the course of the pod, the fellows discuss the game, various aspects of baseball, the NFL offseason as it continues to develop, the future of the NBA playoffs, teams we like, teams we don't, teams that are underrated, teams that are overrated, as well as Jay's picks and our garbage and gold. As always, we hope you enjoy this week, and we hope to see you next week. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Titles. I'm Noah. And I'm Jason. Now today we've got a special, a special little thing we're gonna try out. Uh, Jay, Jay, what are what are we doing right now? Man, we are getting ready for some USA, some Japan. We're looking at the World Baseball Cla- Classic Championship tonight, man, and and we're looking to give you guys some play by play, some some emotion. You know what I mean? Because I'm damn sure gonna show you some emotion while I'm watching this game. Um, while we still, while we still spit sports though, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So the plan, the plan throughout this, uh, this podcast is, uh, before the game starts and, uh, during the commercial break, we'll run the regular segments, you know, we'll get Jay's picks in there. We'll get the garbage and gold in there, but during the game, we're just going to give, you know, our commentary, what, what we love, what we hate, maybe some random tidbits that we, we, we think of during the way. And, uh, it's kind of, kind of, gonna, kind of be a, a, a free flow kind of thing because we've never done this before, but we figured it'd be fun to try it out. Yeah, man. You mean only, only know if you try, right? I, I like the idea when you propose it. I think, I think if it go, if this bodes well, we could, uh, we could do a lot more with it, with maybe some save the Celtics and Sixers versus each other. That would be some. Oh, that'd be hype live <laughs> content. You know what I mean? So this is really just a test run to see. Uh, how how this will work out if we can flow enough with it basically so uh going into this world baseball classic because that's the highlight of the evening um what are you what are you looking for out of the united states what do they need to do to get this done well just like they've been against cuba and venezuela put up runs because the pitching staff for usa we we talked about it last week man it's, it's really not good, and it's really a shame that a lot of the guys didn't want to come out and play. But the bats need to be on fire again. Trey Turner, my man, has three home runs and eight RBIs in the last two games. We, we need to see all them bats align. Right. Um, we, we need to jump on them early, I think. And what – yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, have you watched? Have you watched? I know. I know. The couple of days we were talking about, you hadn't watched so much of Japan, but have you? Have you queued into any of their highlights? Since yeah, we yeah, were... yeah. I, I seen last night's uh, last night's walk off for them. That was pretty wild. Yeah, they're 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 playing at a crazy level. I love to see the 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 just the sheer joy that these guys are playing with. Oh, me too, man. I mean, I mean now now I don't like them. <laughs> But right, right. I, I would like to toot both of our horns before we they even started playing the quarterfinals. I picked the USA and you picked Japan. I did. Now I assume tonight, and I think your bets are off with that, and you're cheering for USA, obviously. Oh well, of course, yeah. But, but I mean, 
we the stars have aligned. We've picked the two teams that are about to play for the World Baseball Classic, and Otani and Trout finally get to play a meaningful game against each other. <laughs> How awesome! Right? It's it's pretty it's pretty. Oh, I know. It's so crazy to I, play. You're, you're cutting up a little bit here, no? Oh, oh, sorry. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. You're back. Okay. It, it's so crazy that the most meaningful game that these guys get to play is a game uh, that that a, a lot of people probably won't watch, which is sad. <laughs> I think I think tonight is going to break a record. They said. Oh yeah, you think? Is that is that what they're predicting? Yeah, because Japan and Mexico's game yesterday was like one of the, like what the biggest viewed baseball game ever. Oh man! So well, tonight, that, USA that Japan championship got to be right. That makes me real happy because that's that's a that's a step into right in the right direction for a sport I love so much. Right, and I mean, just these other countries, man. They they care about the like their team so much, man. Like oh a team yeah, like Great Britain. Who would have thought they would have had a team? No, I mean any of these guys. Uh, what was the? Oh shoot, uh, there was a European team. Oh shoot, what was the name? Was it Czech? Was it the Czechs? What, the Czech I, Republic? I think it was the Czechs. They had yeah, they had a a team. It was like it was just comprised of like plumbers, lawyers, and like regular job guys. They're not like professional baseball players. They were just like, let's field a team. And they put together all these guys that are just like regular dudes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the same thing with the Great Britain team. They had um, they had a bunch of guys that like played for maybe like half a year, a year in the MLB. Like single-A guys that are in baseball trying to make their names right now. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that India doesn't field a team of uh, cricket players to play baseball. That would be something different, huh? That would be. I mean, they definitely should think about it, but maybe they. I don't know if India is the biggest market for uh, for the sport of baseball. So the, but the the interesting thing, so that these guys, these guys are obsessed with cricket. Like cricket is like the national sport, right? And um, when when uh, Disney Plus first came out. Uh, Disney Plus thought it would be really a really good marketing scheme to acquire the uh, television rights for cricket. So when Disney Plus first came out, they would give uh, they give access to all the cricket matches. So uh, all of these Indian people bought so many subscriptions to Disney Plus because of. Um, a how cheap it was when it first came out, and B because of the 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 cricket uh, games that they had access to, and then uh, recently uh, Disney got rid of the cricket subscription uh, subscription uh, status, <laughs> and so then a bunch of these uh, a bunch of a bunch of the the people in India got rid of their subscriptions. So it's interesting because uh, and, th- and this is this is based on sports, so I'm not really going on a, a, a crazy tangent, but the. Uh, the the numbers for the downloads of Disney Plus were super inflated because they were a bunch of Indian people, and India has one of the largest populations in in the world. Right. Um, it, it was inflated because uh, Disney was able to be like, "Oh, look at how many people we have." When a lot of that was just the country of India looking for cricket. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. You can even you brought that up. Um, so I guess maybe it would be. It would be. If they, uh, if they had players to 
field. Yeah, I, and that's, and that's yes, yeah, sir. Nice trout. Oh, double. There we go. My trout with a All double. Right, sorry about that, but here no, we go. I've heard, I've heard. Not to get off cricket, but I, that's not really, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, you're good. You're good. The guy from Japan that's pitching tonight. Um, they were talking about him when we were playing Venezuela. Right. And they said that this guy's got some stuff. He's 25 or he's 21, I think they said. And they like he's one of those Japan players, like kind of like Otani that won't get to the MLB till he's like 24, 25. Well, you got to think that the World Baseball Classic is a great way for players who aren't in the MLB to get kind of that that easy tryout, if it were, for all these MLB teams that are watching this. 100%. 100%. I actually was uh, – the, the, uh, earlier in the early stages, I, one of the random – I forget. I don't even know his name. But they were playing the Dominican Republic, and he he, that, he struck out – Machado, Soto, and and I think Julio Rodriguez in an inning, and he got oh immediately a deal. Good, well, yeah. <laughs> he, like somebody immediately like went out there and said, "Hey, come on down to spring training after this is over. We're going to give you a shot." I mean, if you're striking out some of the best hitters in baseball, you deserve that shot, right? <laughs> That's so cool, though. So, oh yeah, <laughs> it's like a segue for uh for um, like lesser known countries and their players. That's that's pretty sick, in my opinion. Definitely, yeah. Uh, the the pitcher you're talking about today, uh, Imanga or Imenga, I don't re- necessarily know how to. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try. No disrespect <laughs> to the Japan guys. I'm out here sounding like you pronouncing the UFC name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we don't have any. Like, at least I'm getting practice in that. We have no practice in Japan here. <laughs> no, no, I I, I won't there's... even do the disservices of trying to say some of your names. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll say Otani and you Darvish. They're the, about the only two I got. Yeah, well, I mean, there was um, the the interesting thing about about this game is um, a lot of the uh, the the big name players on uh, on on various teams had to have discussions uh, with their MLB teams to like get permission to play in the final game, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they're literally investments. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I literally get that. Like, I get that they're, but, like, they're prized you know, possessions. And then they're putting millions of dollars into. They're like, all right, well, you get hurt out there because there's a lot of guys like Altuve, right? Broke his hand, or broke his thumb. Uh, Edwin Diaz, star closer, uh, tore his ACL. Right. Arenado luckily didn't get hurt, but he got plunked in the hand, and they took him right out last game. Damn. Yep. Yep. That was, that was a good hit, but all right, we got we got to go get three outs here now, but um. But I I, I, I kind of get it, though. You know what I mean? It sucks that it has to be that way, though. Yeah, it, it does. I, I watched a video. I think I think it was it, it Lance Lynn. Is that, that's the name, right? I think Lance Lynn. I think that's his name. But uh, he was talking about they, – they, so he was doing some sort of podcast or some interview and because uh, he's on the pitching staff, and he was like, oh – you you Dar you Darvish has a has a green light to to pitch if they need him. Well, I'm I'll go talk to my team right now and get that green light. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that is a shame though that they have to do it, but it makes sense though, right? Yeah, yeah. That would be um, like, you know, go ahead. I, I'm, I was trying to think of an analogy, but like that would be like someone like who's a millionaire, like with a with a property that you're just letting somebody use. 
without like I don't I don't even know a good analogy. I tried. <laughs> I, I, like I had like I was, I was forming one on the top of my head, but you know, yeah, you had something you had something going, here. but it, it fizzled out. <laughs> yeah, it definitely fizzled out. I'll I'll get back to you if I can think of it off the top of my head here. That's fair. That's fair. But, uh, uh, who do you think? Who do you, who do you have your eye on tonight? Man, that's, uh, it's I know got, there's it, a lot of big hitters in our lineup, but like, who's the like? If there was one player you got your eye on tonight, who is it? I mean, it's got to be the guys that have putting it, been putting it together for us, right? You look at Trout and uh, and your guy. You want to you want to say his name? Give him the big entrance. Yeah, my boy, my boy Trey freaking Turner. <laughs> I mean, those guys, those guys have been the, the ones that have been producing and not just producing in, in any moments, but producing in the big moments. Right. These exactly. guys, exactly. these guys are, these are guys, these guys are coming up like the perfect example. The other night, what happens? Oh, two count bases loaded. Trey Turner, bro. Turns on that sucker, huh? And just lofts it. There was no doubt about it either. It was great. It was it was gone. It was gone. It it just blasted out of there. And so that's I'm I'm looking at those guys because they're the ones that have been producing, but then also the the other guys, right? Like the guys that have been getting on base for these guys to get these out these these uh these hits, you know, like they're it's it's a team game. I feel like you know basketball is is a team game, but but you know you could have a player go for you know seventy points and win you the game kind of by himself. Yeah. Football is very much a team game because you you know you're you can't you can't pass to yourself. But I I feel like I feel like baseball and football are like the two like you have to play as a team. Like you can't just be the guy that goes out and and does things because you know you can hit a home run but if there's no one on base that's just one point it's the guys that get you on on the bases I have traditional baseball and I'm I'm ha- oh and I uh, I remember a few weeks ago I was trying to think of the name of this it's called the launch angle okay um I- I'm happy that uh for the most part in baseball that uh we're getting to see more or less like traditional baseball kind of come back with even though like the shift like that was my least concern but right. like taking the shift out will bring back uh bring back traditional baseball like time to bunt for a base hit oh yeah it's going to bring back all over. of that so um i really i really like that i like be- that about it so be- because in the in the sport of baseball the home run has really become what the three ball is the nba Right, and like a guy on our team, Reese Hoskins, like he was a he was the launch angle magnet. Like the dude just would always like just that right uppercut swing, that ninety degree, trying to just launch it. You know what I mean? Right. Instead right. of just having like a level swing, like you're not sw- he is literally swinging for the fences or a strikeout. He's not swinging for anything but he's not swinging for singles or doubles. And he's actually took that down the past like year. Like he's actually learned to not just hit for uh, hit for dingers every time. So. But that launch yeah. angle, like, really was ruining the sport at the time. And that's and that's been my biggest criticism because growing up, I I would watch you know baseball games and it the 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 shift really didn't come into play until Joe Madden, uh, long time long time manager. I, I don't remember is he still in the league? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, he was he was last year, but he got fired by the Angels. 
Okay, okay. So who knows? He's a, if he he's gets... a long time uh, ra- uh, Rays. Yes, long time Rays manager. Um, and uh, he's he's been here and there throughout the sport of baseball since he's been on the Rays. But he really was the guy, uh, and you know Shohei Otani coming up here. Um, he yeah. was the guy uh, who really started this whole shift movement, and and ever since he started that, baseball has gone away from what made the sport so fun in my opinion like it's great to go out and see you know judge or trey turner or you know throw it back in the day barry bonds to go out and smash like you know 20 30 and some in in a very rare case 60 home runs a season you know that's it's cool but but what's exciting about the game of baseball are the rallies the rallies are what gets the, the people going, gets excited. You get a guy on first base, there's two outs. You get a guy on second base, there's two outs. You're first and second, two outs. You're down one. Like That's the exciting part of baseball. It's, it's not as exciting to watch a guy just walk up to the plate and just crush one every time. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear it. <clears throat> but I think there would be people that would say that like that, that the reason they watch baseball is because they want to see crushers. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of like the same people who would watch the NBA and be like, I want to watch Curry shoot. Right, right. I get it. I get it. And there's 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 perfect logic for both. I mean, you know, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth, one of the greatest uh, home run hitters of all time. Uh, you're not watching Babe Ruth to watch him ground through first. You're watching him to see him kick the ball like as far as that dude can kick it with his bat. Like <laughs> that's literally, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the excitement. So there are arguments for both, for sure. I I will just say, uh, with an update with the game, I like that we're pitching around Otani and not giving him something in his wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, no, I I I am one hundred percent in agreement there. You, that you was don't. kind of a bad. I don't know. I'm iffy on these uh, umpires, man. What do you What do you think? This is kind of a side note. What do you What do you think of? Uh, I got two questions here. I'll start with the one. What do you think of uh, DeRosa as a uh, a team management for USA? Um, I know that Tucker has dealt with an ankle injury or something here, but as much as I even like Schwarber, mm-hmm. if he was available tonight, which I'm not going to get on his ass for it because I don't know if Tucker is available or not. Uh, but if he is, he should be starting because he was absolutely smoking that ball oh yeah but Going i don't crazy. mind him <clears throat> he um he's kind of he, he like he said in these finals he was going to keep his best players in the play and right. then at romito didn't play yesterday and the dude's batting 600 so he's kind of made some questionable decisions but you know he's doing what he can with the pitching staff i mean you can't really get on him about that no, and I mean, you know, we're in the championship game. So, you know, win or lose, I think you got to give him some props for managing his way to get there. Because, I mean, I, I don't think I, – I didn't look at the, 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 pre, the pre-baseball classic, like, rankings, but I don't think the U.S. the US team was, you know, top three. I, I think they might have been because they – I think they were at least top three. Because they in twenty seventeen the last baseball classic we won. Okay, okay, but I mean I, I, I have no idea though. But I would assume but you still but you but I mean for them to be in I this think the Dominican Republic though was this number one and they got really they they were disappointed. I was gonna say, but for them to for them to even be in this game is impressive because I I would think that a couple of the South American teams would would at least have a fighting chance, especially 
the you know Dominican team. Like that's side note here. I I heard something funny. Not even it's not really funny actually, but Cuba like Cuba would have had a really good team, but apparently, uh, the way Cuba's ran, like a lot of those players like left Cuba. Like, oh, shit. you know what I mean? Like they wanted to leave, like they wanted to leave Cuba because they were in a dictatorship. They didn't want, you know what I mean? Like they weren't there for a good well, reason, and they were happy yeah. to leave. And they actually had a rule set that if any of the players said anything bad about Cuba and their in their presidency or however they run their country, mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to play for the team. Oh wow! So they they literally only had Luis uh, Robert or Robert, yeah. uh, however you say that, and um, Marcano. From actually big league teams. Oh like man, them. that's that's very interesting. I didn't know that, but I mean, you know, it, uh, it, it, if you look at the Olympics, the Olympics they have that too. Um, there's a lot of uh, people who are born in uh, countries where you either have a dictatorship or you are extremely communist, and you still have a dictator. <laughs> but um, like the uh, the a lot of the Olympians are not from the countries they represent because they've gotten citizenship and asylum uh, in the countries that they do represent. Ooh. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, so there's, yeah, no, I, 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 I told, but I, I just thought that was, that was, that was uh, something to throw yeah. out there. Cause no, it is. brought that up to the broadcast, I think on Wednesday it was, or not Wednesday. What am I talking about? Uh, let's say Tuesday. Was it Sunday? Yeah. Cuba? Yeah. Yeah, and that's that is very interesting, especially because you know, you I think, get them out. Nice. <laughs> yes, nice. sir. Strike out, strike out to end the inning, and you leave you leave a, a Otani out there, which is great. Um, yeah, I don't really know about any of these other Japan hitters. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, but I mean, I see a lot of them have good averages, so it's kind of scary. But I don't know who the heck they I are. I mean, you, you got to think you make the championship game. It's got to be got to you got to be at least good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Especially the Mexican team that was pretty good, and they had Randy Rosarena who was batting like five hundred to this whole thing, crushing. Yeah. Um. So while we're while we're on a commercial break here, I'm gonna pick your brain about some some sports across the league, and not just not just uh, it's a, a baseball, but um, just just uh, briefly. Um, there's been a lot in the news lately going with basketball about uh, Dylan Brooks just having beef with everybody. He's a clown. <laughs> so uh, I just want to get your thoughts. Do you think? Do you think he's he's just a, a a dog who likes to bark, or do you think he has some bite? Like, at what point does he get to talk his shit? Go win a championship. Go be <laughs> at least the second or third best player on your team. I feel like at this point he's like just trying to be Patrick Beverly, but he's not. I, I feel like he hasn't like he hasn't earned that yet. Like, I don't know. He, he, so you can because I I mean, I think you could, the argument could be you know Jaws out. Stephen Adams, arguably uh, uh, one of the best centers in the league, is out. Like, you you think you don't think he gets to talk any shit because he's carrying. He's carrying this team with his boys while the best play, one of the best players. He's carrying. What he's him scoring like eleven points a night's carrying them. I mean, that's kind of what they're all doing, though, right? Like, no, no one on the Grizzlies is like really standing out. They just, they're just all like a a good like group of guys, right? Like, Jaw's the one that carries, but he's been out for a while, right? Like, you need that fire. Like, it's like Draymond, right? Like, does he ever carry the Warriors? No, but like, 
the Warriors are they as good without Draymond? They've won championships and like he's garnered that respect. I think at least Draymond has. Oh yeah, no, Draymond has. Oh, oh. Speaking of uh, of of Schwarber, he's he's up to bat here. You mentioned him. Yep, yep, yep. I'm actually looking at Dylan Brooks' stats. He averages 14 points. Okay. So and you got yeah. you got John Moran obviously, but then you got Desmond Bain who averages twenty one. You got Jaron Jackson who averages eighteen. Okay, okay. So yeah, I mean he's. I just think the kid that he's a clown, man. <laughs> okay, he's, he's, so, he's spelling around camera guys and stuff, dude. He's such a clown. All right, so so ordering my, one of my fa- one of my favorite uh, little little things here is the other night he was uh, he was talking smack to Theo Pinson, who's a who's a. a a bench guy slash support guy for the Mavericks. Um, and uh, Theo Pinson, uh, he, he gets decent playing time in the Mavericks, but he's kind of been just a bench guy in the NBA. But in the in the college circuit, Theo Pinson was on a really good North Carolina Tar Heel team. And they beat a really good Oregon team who had Mr. Brooks on that team. And uh, Dylan Brooks was uh, talking, talking oh. smack, um, talking smack about Theo Pinson, how he's just kind of like a bench guy. And Theo Pinson screenshot the Tar Heels beating the the Oregon Ducks in the tournament, saying "this you" or something to that effect. Okay, yeah, that's funny. Actually, that's pretty funny. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even. I I knew there was a reason you were bringing up this random name, and then you said he's a Tar Heel. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, this no, he's a he's a heel, bro. He's a heel. I had to bring like, him up. Fourteenth guy on a bench. <laughs> That's why he knows him. Okay. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Like, I know. I know all the. I know all the Tar Heels in the league. Some of them are great. Some of them had been great, and uh, most of them end up being bench players. But I mean, uh, I, you you can't. You can't uh, talk too too badly about the North Carolina production because you know the goat Michael Jordan himself is of North Carolina fame. <laughs> Talking about that, like how many how many players like recently though have been good out of North Carolina? Um, like actually like stars. I mean, I don't. Yeah, mean, like, no. Hansborough. The um, the stars. <laughs> I mean, you have on there, right? Say again. Was Cole Anthony on the Tar Heels? Yes, Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony, I think, because of where he is as a star. But if he was on any other team, I don't think he'd get as much playing time. I don't don't even know if he is a star right now. But he's 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 an interesting guy to watch. He's he's probably he's probably up there. Oh, Trey Turner, boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's a baller. Trey Turner. With a deep shot to left field. Fifth home run of the tourney, bro. Come on. And the U.S. takes an early one nothing lead. Hell yeah, man. I'd love to see it because I hope he comes into the season just like this. I love that Trey Turner looks like he drives race cars. Dude, he looks like he can still be <laughs> in height. Like, he looks like he could be like, he, like he's a grown middle schooler. He looks so young like they just glued a, a, a beard onto a middle schooler. <laughs> Literally, he literally looks like a grown like middle schooler. It's kind of and it's it's interesting too that he's got such power because he's such a tiny dude. Dude, he's like and he's like the fastest player in the league. Right. He's you look at Judge. Judge is a towering six. He's over six feet. I think he's like six eight. And Judge is like 
you know, six, eight, like two something. Like that dude is massive. He looks like he hits home runs. Trey Turner is so unassuming. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, he is a specimen. He he is the Greek freak of baseball, if you could say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd go with that. I'd go with that. What, he's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, like at least two something? Dude's a, he's a freaking ma- machine. I actually want to look up how big he is at this point. And judge how big is this guy. I'm pretty sure Judge is 6'6". He's one's height. He's massive. He's a tall, tall dude. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find right now. I want to see. It'd be nice if he wanted to come play for the freaking Trey Turner is six two. Trey Turner is six two. Why would they give me in meters and kill kilograms? <laughs> Why? Okay, Why? I was I was off. Okay, by he's listed as six seven, six seven, two hundred and eighty two pounds. That's a massive dude. That's a he'd play in the NBA if he had the skills. Like that's how tall he is. <laughs> that that is a defensive lineman in the NBA. Yeah, or not in the NFL. In the NFL, yeah, he's huge. And he's just hit, out there hitting massive, massive, massive shots. It's crazy. Speaking of Judge, it's funny though. Uh, uh, the MLB game comes out this week, and he is a rough card to have because he's so big. Oh, like his yeah. strike zone is huge, massive, massive. So, like, <laughs> if you don't get right on that sucker, it's you could go anywhere with that. But that was just a random thought. <laughs> for all, for hey, all, we were talking about his height and weight. I was like, well, let me just tell you about him on the game. <laughs> that's such a, that's such. A, speaking of that, what do you do? You like that a, a strike zone is relative. Or do you think that it should be like this the same on everyone? No, it should be relative, I would say. I mean, on a video game. It doesn't matter both. I mean, I think on a video game it's a little bit more annoying. <laughs> well, it has to be in real life though. You can't have just a normal like six footer for Aaron Rodgers. Could you imagine that? <laughs> you thought he hit a lot of homers last year. That boy's gonna be hitting nothing but homers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He he be crushing oh, them. There you go, JT. Yeah, J uh, JT. Phillies are so in out. That's why I'm I've made the analogy to you a few times. USA Phillies. I don't mean it. Like I mean it as like that should be their name. <laughs> well, I, I mean, don't mean it as just like the Phillies that are on the United States. I mean the United States Phillies. I mean three <laughs> of the three of the biggest players on the U.S. team are are Phillies. No. Yep. So, and that would be four if Bryce was playing. That's true. Was he was he originally supposed to? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Is he injured or he just doesn't want to? Yeah. No. He he uh he he'll be out till the uh, uh about about the All Star break this year. Okay. okay. I don't know if you noticed last year in the playoffs he wasn't playing the field. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his, uh, he he messed his elbow up early in the year. Which is crazy considering he was still hitting bombs in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I love the guy, dude. He was playing through that, and he was the best player in the playoffs. Like, I love Bryce. Yeah. And actually, big news today. It was breaking. Dave Dombrowski, the the Phillies uh, GM, came out and said that, well, originally Bryce was supposed to be out till All-Star or after All-Star. But okay. they will not place him on the 60-day uh, DL. Oh. So that means he could be back at the end of May. 
Also, um, a side note, uh, Japan already has someone up warming in the bullpen. We're in the second inning. Yeah. I I think this kid's young, too. I don't want to probably ruin him. No, no, probably not. I'd be very interesting. Nice strikeout there. I'd be very interesting, or interested, excuse me, to uh, to try to watch. And obviously, I, I couldn't become committed because there's way too many games and way too many sports to watch. But uh, I'd be interested to watch some uh, other countries and their, their baseball leagues. Not, not all of them have leagues. Some of them just put together teams to compete in the events like the world baseball classics and these exhibition things um but but japan has a full out league and i would be interested to watch some of these games just to see some of the 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 talent that is in other countries that we don't get to see here yeah i mean i would definitely want to watch uh Japan would be a cool one, but definitely somewhere in, like you said, South America, those teams oh yeah those teams like the the republics the cubas the the Puerto Ricos, the, those kind of teams that produce the all all talented, you know what I mean? Like Okunia. I mean those 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 leagues, right? They're like those the those guys are are basically what the G League is for the NBA, right? Like those guys are so good they'd make it in any other country, but because of the competition in the United States, they don't make a team or or they just don't get the exposure they need to make a team. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like, yes, there you go. Good hit, Tim. And like you look at you look at the, the G League, any one of those guys could go to a park and drop like fifty oh, yeah. points in a park. And like any one of these like foreign players for baseball could like join a random squad, just playing like exhibition and probably hold their own. Like that's, it's it's impressive the skills of some of these guys. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We got the top of the lineup coming up with uh, second base and first base uh, jacked, and we got uh, Mookie Betts coming up. Oh man, I hate, hate Mookie Betts, but today he's not a he's not a Dodger, he's not a former Boston Red Sox, he's a USA member, and I hope he hits something. Oh yeah, dude, it, it dude it hurt having to talk uh, or having to be happy about uh, Kyle Tucker. I hate that guy; he's an Astro. It hurts having anybody uh, play, play well that you usually root against. <laughs> yeah, hundred and ten freaking percent. While we're at a low period, uh, while we're at a low period here, um, ah, well, we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait for commercial here. I'll ask you a question coming up on this commercial break. Oh, get out, Mookie! Ah, that looked good, didn't it? It looked good. It, looked it did look good off the bat. Mookie, Mookie, uh, flies out to left, but it it looked it looked good. It looked uh, well. Quickly, if you just want to say what you, your thoughts on Dylan Brooks are. Uh, yeah, no, um, I I, I, I like. I, I like that kind of style of like I'm just gonna bark. I, it's not. It's one of those guys. You know, he's like a Marcus Smart, like a a Draymond Green, where like you you only root for him if he's on your team. It, it feels like that kind of a vibe. And I think I think those players are needed in the league. Do I want that player to be doing what he does? No. But if he's on my team, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really complaining. I, I, I there's definitely there's de- there's got to be some 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 fans uh, of of him uh, that are you know 
loving every second of it. Like you got to think a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, these Grizzlies fans are loving this guy and they're loving the, the, the bark that he's putting out. But me personally, I, I don't think he's good enough to be talking all that smack. Yeah. He's definitely not good enough to be talking all that smack. He's, he's very mid, but I yeah. think that's what a lot of these guys that you just named, like Draymond, Marcus Smart, Pat Bev, like these guys aren't, Whoa, is that Thurman from Game of Thrones? It is. I'm sorry. That just distracted <laughs> me. Um, but the, like those guys you named, um, they aren't good play like they they're they're good at in minimum roles, but they're known for that dog and that bark. To be that right. guy that uh just talks, you know what I mean? It gets under the skin of people. So I, I get what you're saying, but I don't he hasn't garnered it yet, and I don't think he I got love what Clay did to him. He did one, two, three. He put up four fingers to him. He said, I got four rings. Come talk to me when you're there, when you when you got something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, he's like he's like, come talk that smack when you got it. Right, right, right. Hundred percent. And while while we're on NBA, we might as well uh we can get to the NBA predictions and uh since we are closer to the end of the season. Uh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um I I I guess I'll just ask uh, what what are what, what's a, what's a team what's a team you're looking at that that is everyone else is looking at and what's a team you're looking at that that might surprise some people. I think a lot of people are looking. at I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna be Homer right here in the Sixers. I think a lot of teams are looking at them right now, man. That they just lost their first game in over nine ten games. They were on like a nine game win streak yesterday. They're nine and one. They're past ten. They actually are the second seed as of yesterday, I think it was. I don't know if the loss put them behind there. But they are fighting for that second seed, and we got a big game against the Celtics. Oh, shit. Okay, that's not good. They had a big they had a big boomer. Um, yep. uh, but the Sixers, man, I think they are a team to be watching. I think a lot of people are watching them, too. I think a lot of uh, – yeah, are you watching them? Not personally, but like yeah, I'm. Right I, I mean, my tail, right? My they're right on the tail. Uh, they are. Um, they are three games back from the Bucks, so I, I don't think they'll catch the Bucks necessarily. But they're right. They are. They are like half a game back of the Celtics. Yep, half a game back. So I think a lot of people are watching them. And Joel Embiid has ten games straight of thirty plus points. He passed Wilt Chamberlain and Allen Iverson for a franchise. Record of thirty point games in a row, in which a season. Is, which those names—that's just impressive. Exactly. Um, and actually, he's the—he's he just tied Shaq for the most amount of thirty point games in a row as a center. Like they Whoa. both have—they both have ten. So that's impressive. What Embiid is doing is super impressive. He, he's immaculate. Um, but for for what you want me to give it from an Eastern Conference standpoint, a team that I'm looking at—that's yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do we're gonna do both conferences. So e- Eastern Conference. What's a team that you'll give that maybe people aren't looking at that you think could do it? Um, I I mean, let's see. I, I was talking when we were talking about it the other week. I, I think I'm still gonna rock with them, the same team, and it's the it's the Cavaliers. Yeah. I don't I don't think a lot of teams are gonna want to play them in a in a seven game series at all. Right, I think they're young. They're wildly. They got scores. 
especially with how Donovan Mitchell's been playing lately. Yeah, yeah, and and they have. I think uh, uh, Jared Allen has missed uh, the past like week or so with some eye injury. Um, but he's a serviceable big. They got Darius Garland. Um, they got pieces. I, I now do I think they will be a big factor this year? Probably not. But I do think that a team right now, like the Knicks, the because the Knicks are probably another team you could mention here. Um. You don't want to play them in the seven-game series. They're wildly. They want to win. They're young. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like you just don't want to play them right now. No, I agree. Um, my my team that, that everyone's looking at uh, would obviously be the Bucks. I think they're they're playing at a, such a high level every game. Uh, I just – that I would I would say it's a it's a it's a sure gone conclusion that they make the finals. But when teams like the Celtics and the 76ers can can show up and play as good as probably anyone can play on any given night, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a sure bet that the the Bucks win. But but I mean the Bucks just look so good, and it's really hard to see anyone stop them. <laughs> uh, so that's that's that team. And then for me, you mentioned them, but I'm gonna go with the Knicks. Uh, they, they lost the last game to the Timberwolves. So kind of sad, but you know, other teams are losing to random teams, but Julius Randle had 57 in a loss. Like that's, that's insane. Julius Randle is balling on such a high level and it, it's so great to see him, uh, cause like two years ago, not last year, but the year before Julius Randle had a comeback season and he was playing out of his mind. But the one thing they didn't have was another player to play a, play along with him. This year, who do they have? Jalen freaking Brunson. Shout out Villanova for your your your. Yeah, your you audience. already knew what I was hitting. <laughs> I'm on it, Jay. I'm on it. <laughs> Shout out Villanova because that's that's uh, where he he is of of fame. But Jalen Brunson, uh, another one of those guys that says, "Hey, no, I'm him," because. He was on the Mavericks, and he was balling out, but a lot of people, including myself, were saying, all right, cool, but this is a one-season wonder. You're not going to be as good, and if you move teams, you're probably losing the best chance you have to start. And what did he do? He went and he took the freaking bag with the Knicks, and what is he doing? He's performing. He's averaging. I, I don't know what his 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 season average is, but literally every time I look at the stats, he's got like 20 points. <laughs> Yeah, now Jalen Brunson's having a hell of a year. I'm actually going to look it up for you real quick. He's averaging 23.8 a game. Dang, I was off and I was under, which is insane. Uh, six and a, uh, 6.2 assists and 3.5 rebounds a game. So as a point guard, that's pretty darn good. As we've moved away from uh, the Steve Nash era, uh, the Penny Hardaway era, where where you're – if you're the, the Jason Kidd era, where if you're a point guard – you're passing. You're getting ten assists a game, maybe even fifteen assists a game. The the John Stocktons. You're not doing that. That's a rarity in this game. And for him to average six assists, he's out there doing what a point guard does, which is so cool to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for for, for me being a Nova fan, it's awesome to see those guys come out and play great. Yeah, I know. And uh, speaking of which, we kind of we kind of got uh, dislodged because of the the Trey Turner homer. But the uh, as far as Tar Heels that are playing well 
uh, in the league still. Um, he's he's on his way out, but Danny Green was a Tar Heel, and he he's won a couple championships. And then right now, currently playing, uh, Harrison Barnes is an ex-Heel, and he plays pretty well for the Kings. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, so nothing, I, nothing, nothing recent, but you know, a couple, couple guys here and there, couple guys here and there. Oh, and uh, Reggie Bullock, he's a heel. He's a really good, uh, really good sniper for the Mavs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so but no like real stars now. No, no, no real stars. Unless Funny that you guys have the biggest star, but then yeah. like <laughs> it, it, it tails off a bit. We have we have a lot of the biggest stars back in the day. We had uh, you know James Worthy. Well, yeah, uh, that's what I mean, like back in the day. Yeah, now, yeah, now way back. Now. But but as of late, no, because the 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 uh, the, the Tar Heels uh, have been more focused on team basketball and not the 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 one. <laughs> yeah, like Duke and and Kentucky uh, and Kansas. Kentucky. Shout out! I know, I know, your guy Joel is technically from Kansas, but that's another organization that puts it all on the one guy. Yep, yep, yep. No, no, no. That's why I love Villanova because they never do that. Yeah, and I, and I, you know, obviously I like to have some stars on my team, but what I really love and what I really find satisfaction from is winning a championship or a, a, any kind of uh, a game or, or a bunch of games or having a good season with a team that either people count out or is it takes a bunch of guys to get it done. I hear it. I hear it. I like that. Um, I mean, sidebar, I was really afraid about this guy, uh, Merrill Kelly, pitching tonight. Yep. Uh, oh, are we going to get a double play? No. All right. Uh, do you want to go back to uh, – you want to go to Western Conference teams? Uh, yeah, Western. Yeah, so um, – but, yeah, no, uh, just finishing up. Uh, the Knicks look scary. Randall's playing really well. Uh, Brunson's playing really well, and at any night you could have quickly go off. You could have Robinson go off. Like there's RJ Barrett could go off. Uh, Toppin, and you know they still have D Rose on the bench if they wanted to bring him out during the playoffs. Which you know you never know. But uh, but yeah, no, I I just I like the Knicks. Uh, Western Conference, man. What's a team everyone's looking at, and what's a team you are looking at? Um, uh, I'll start with the team that, that they're not looking at, and it's been the team I've really been saying the whole time. It's the, it's the Warriors, man. Mm. I know, I know, I know. It's it's a recurring theme for me. I'm a Warriors guy. I like the Warriors out of the West. I know. I'm a big Steph Curry fan. But what I do also think here, um, I, I think I think the Warriors could. They're right now in sixth, and they they could, with how this is looking, they are two games out of fourth. Yeah. So they could easily get up to that fourth seed and get out of this whole play-in stuff here. And I think, I mean, when this team's hitting on all cylinders, you got Steph, he's been back now. You got Clay when he's on target, one of the best snipers ever. Um, Dreddy Mond, like we were talking about, the little wily vets, the guys that we love to hate. Yep. We love them to put on our team. Um. But you also got the, the X-Factors, Jordan Poole, man. That guy is – I think Jordan Poole is so good. And they, they have they have such a good player in that kid that is going to be their next big thing when Steph and Clay and all them retire eventually. Um, and that's and that's so sad because I really find Poole to be annoying. <laughs> right. Right. So – and I, I would like to also throw the Thunder in there. 
Okay. Just because they're fun. Yeah. Shea Gilgis Alexander has the most points after All Star break. Man, that kid is so good. But I'm, crazy, my, my pick will be the Warriors. But the Thunder have been fun, is all I'll say. The crazy thing about the Thunder too is they're not fully healthy. And I'm not saying they're going to get there this year, but like the Thunder are on watch for being a really good team in the next five years. Yeah, Chet. If they had Chet this year, I mean, right now they're in the playing right now, so that, that's right. Fun. That's still good. Um, and the team that I everybody's looking at. I mean, it's, it's the Nuggets, man. It's the Nuggets. Yeah. They're number one. I think they're overrated. I think when push comes to shove in the playoffs, the Nuggets are lucky they don't play a, a Joel Embiid in the first round because they don't play no defense. Jokic does not play any defense. Michael Porter Jr. is a, 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 a – the wrong, the wrong wind hitting him from being hurt again. His back is the, the worst. Jamal Murray's just coming off of an ACL. I know they're playing great this year. I think they're overrated, but that's the team that everybody's looking at, right? I mean, maybe the Grizzlies just because of the media attention they're getting, but not in the greatest light, I should say. Uh, but the Nuggets are the biggest team that they're looking at. Uh, also, uh, also a pitching change here. Uh, the, the, the Japanese team has bases loaded, one out. So uh, we went to uh, Aaron Loop. He's coming out for uh, Kelly. I, I was really worried about Kelly pitching, and uh, so far, no good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I would have – I think I would have saved Wainwright for tonight. If yeah. he was going to be our best pitcher or Lance Lynn, I would have saved one of them for tonight. Uh, Merrill Kelly is uh, way off the wagon, and he is not – a good player, and there's a reason why he plays for the Diamondbacks, and he has a spot on a crappy <laughs> team like that. Right, there's a reason he he might end up in the Reds if he plays too badly. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna need to get out of this inning with uh, we got to get a big double play here. I think huge double play, otherwise this is gonna get dicey. I think I think at the most we got to get out of here with uh two runs. That's the most we can give up here. I agree. I agree. Um, so talking about the Nuggets, uh, are you so worried about them that you would say they could lose to a Timberwolves first round? They're currently eighth. Uh no. I think that they'll have the they'll have the Sixers syndrome and there'll be a second round exit. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So for me, uh, the West, uh, I'm going to give the team that I'm looking at that most people aren't. I'm going to say the Lakers. Uh. They're right now a bubble team, uh, and so I don't know if they'll even get into the playoffs, but uh, they are playing really well, and they don't have LeBron. LeBron is kind of, you know, taking his time. I think he's – and this is sad, and maybe maybe not. Maybe he really is injured, but I think he's really just waiting to see if they're going to make the playoffs, and then he'll come back, uh, which is kind of sad. But, uh, I, I mean, it's working. The, the Lakers are – I mean, they're not playing exquisite basketball, but they're positive in their last ten games. They're six and four, and and this this kid, uh, Austin Reeves, Mister AK AK fifteen, he is balling out. He is he is absolutely uh, dropping dropping points, dropping dimes. He's doing what he needs to do uh, to get them buckets. And I I think if the Lakers can get LeBron back uh, in a in a quick one game series and then another game series and then who knows you got ad if ad is healthy he's one of the best centers in the league that's what i actually wanted to ask you 
I, I personally think that the Lakers season uh, is off is going off of uh, AD's health. Yeah, no, I agree. I if agree. He stays because... healthy, they can make a run. If he doesn't, I agree. I, I, I am I am yeah. all in on that, and and I'll go so far as to say I think a healthy AD could carry the Lakers to a like to a conference finals without LeBron. Now they'd have to do they'd have to do a lot of work and they'd have to click and they'd have to win but but I think AD is good enough when healthy that without LeBron they're a conference finals team. Fuck. And that's that's tough. That's a tough tough uh tough blow there. Uh we got out of it. We got yeah, we just out, gotta of get out of this inning. If we're, if we're down yeah. by one with bases loaded with one out, I'll be all right. Yep. Get out uh, of this inning with that, but just to just to fill it in, uh, it was a uh, ground out to first, but uh, they got a run out of it, so it is two one. But uh, if we can get out of this inning, just two one, that'll be all right. If it was just a hit, though, a little bit harder, we get the play out of that. Yeah, uh, but anyways, yeah, I think I think the, the Lakers are in good position, providing uh, Davis stays healthy. Um, and then a team everyone's talking about, uh, the Nuggets. Yeah, they're. I think they're. Um, they're overrated as well. I've never seen them uh, in a uh, playoff series just be dominant. I've seen them go seven games with just about everyone in the West. I, I, I feel like they've gone seven games in a series with every team that's in the West right now. <laughs> and it's, it's insane. I've, I, they've been so good for so long and haven't been able to produce with basically the same roster. Um, so I really, I really am underwhelmed by them, but I, I would love if they'd shock me because I really do like Jokic. I really do like Jamal and I love their coach. Um, so I'd, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Um, and I also, I'm also curious to see what happens with the Kings. I thought for since the beginning of the season, I thought they were overrated, but I mean, they're still winning. They're seven and three in their last 10 and they're playing really high level basketball. Yeah, no, Kings Kings are interesting. I, I don't know if they uh if they beat the Warriors in the first round though. I I don't know, but but would it would it shock you? It's intriguing. It's definitely intriguing for sure. I, I don't think it would shock me if they won. I mean they've been playing I at the beginning of the year would shock me. But end of the year and they're still third place, they're forty three and twenty eight. It's the first third game four- out of second. It's the first 40-win season since back when they had Mike Bibby and all them. Yep. Like, that's nutty. That's insane. <laughs> and Mike Bibby, Chris Webber, Jason Williams, F. Paige Stoyakovich. Yeah. What a team. What a team. Ah, almost got him. Man. It's looking rough. Yeah, we need to get out of this. We need to get out of it fast. Get the bats rolling. They they got the start that I wanted for the USA. But if we can just the keep good it part, close. the good part is if we can get out of this, our bullpen is significantly better, I think, than our starters. Yes, so yes, yes, hundred percent, hundred percent agree. We'll be all right with that. Um, just uh, just going through. Uh, also, um, rest in peace. Uh, Willis Reed passed away today. Yeah, that's sad. That's that a sucks. sad one. He was 80 years old, so you know he's he was getting up there, but still legendary career with the Knicks. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, we lived a good life. Yeah. There we go. We'll get out of it. Nice. Nice. And we're out of it. That's good. That's good. Um, so we get the bad for But yes, rest in peace to, to Mr. Reed and his family. Uh, it's a shame. Losing two like legends like that in a year, but you got lost Bill Russell and now Willis Reed. Yeah, it's it's sad for sure. I see all these names. Um, I I was gonna um uh, while we're on another commercial uh, break here, I'm, I'm gonna go through uh, switching switching sports again. Uh, just we've talked about basketball for a bit here, talk about baseball. I'm gonna go over to uh, the NFL. Uh, since last week, there have been a bunch of uh, free agent signings. Um, that we haven't uh, really gotten a chance to uh, discuss. Um, uh, your your guy, uh, Gardner Johnson, uh, signs with the Lions. W- what's your thoughts on that, man? I think it was out of spite. I think he thought the deal that we gave him was unfair. Um, we gave him two years, 14 mil. Yeah. Um, this is that, listen, it was the first year he's played that good of it, like that good. So... For him to think he was going to get paid like crazy, I think he's a little bit crazy. Um, now I am uh, pretty upset that we 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 couldn't well we couldn't either offer sheet that or give him eight point five a year. I think he's yeah. worth to bring back. He he, he was tied for the uh, interceptions last year. I, I think, uh, I mean, you bring back Fletcher Cox who is getting – I wouldn't say he's totally washed, but he's getting up in age. But you bring him back on a 10-year uh, – $10 million deal for a year. And you can't bring back a 25-year-old for 9 mil. You couldn't pay him 10 like you paid Fletcher. I, I get it's honoring the legends of, of your team. I totally get it. They're running it back with the old guys again. But I, I think it's truly upsetting and truly disappointing that to, to lose a 25-year-old safety who's had, coming off the – Best year of his career. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so my, my my original B will stay a B. Okay, okay. Uh, so pretty pretty solid, but but still sad times for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely it definitely was not fun to lose him for even such a short deal, and it really yeah. wasn't that much money. Yeah. Uh, sticking with the NFC East, uh, randomly, and I feel like this guy is old, and I don't think he's gonna be. Uh, the guy they want him to be, but I, I think it was interesting. I didn't see this coming. The Dallas Cowboys traded for Brandon Cooks from the Texans. What do you what do you think about that? I like that for the Cowboys. They needed another guy uh, with CD. I mean, they really messed up. I don't understand why they I, – I, the only reason I understand why they traded Amari Cooper is because maybe you gave him too much money. Right. But you pay Michael Gallup. <laughs> a good contract, yeah. and then you let Amari walk for like a fifth round pick, and now you sign an older slot receiver and Brandon Cooks. I I don't understand. I like the pickup because they needed somebody alongside. <clears throat> they needed yeah. somebody alongside of uh, CD, and Gallup doesn't stay healthy. Correct, he doesn't. So, He's always. Injured. I like the pickup, and it was for really cheap. It was for like a sixth round pick. Yeah, it was. So, I don't like it as an Eagles fan, but if I was a uh, Cowboys fan, I would like it. Um, and he, um, they they restructured his contract too, so that it's better for their cap space. Yeah, 
Um, switching to another team, um, uh, Adam Thielen. He's a little aged, but you know he's he's kind of in the outs uh, with the Vikings. He signed with the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. I don't really understand what the Panthers are doing. Yeah, because they they they're signing all these older guys, but you think they want to go through a rebuild? Yeah, they're they thirty four. Adam Thielen's thirty four years old to a three year deal. Yeah, and I, I just want to say what's kind of funny. This must say how bad the Vikings are because I seen a funny quote from Adam Thielen that said. I wanted to go play for a team I thought I could win a Super Bowl with. And then he oh. signed the Panthers. <laughs> um, so the Vikings must be – Kirk Cousins and the Vikings must just be that bad. But on to the Panthers. I mean, I think they draft uh, Bryce Young out of Alabama with the first pick. So I think they're going to they're gonna get their quarterback of the future. But I I don't know. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me why Thielen would want to personally go there. Right. That's just my opinion. But – I mean, cool, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't understand it, really. Um, uh, going away from players for a little bit, uh, today it was – or yesterday, I should say, um, that the NFL and Roger Goodell are expects, expected to finalize a uh, multi-year contract extension for uh, the commissioner. Uh, do you think um, – Oh! Fuck. That was just a pop-up. Do you <laughs> – <laughs> do you think that uh, Goodell is worth an extension? Is he doing enough for the league? And if not, um, what what do you think should be done about him? I mean, nobody really likes likes Goodell. I don't think, at least. Um, I don't know enough in the details of like what goes behind closed doors to to have him be a good good uh, commissioner or not. I mean. I, what do you think? Why don't you give me your outline? Let's let, let me think what you. Yeah, um, I think Goodell is been he's been kind of cancerous for the league. I, I think he makes a lot of stupid decisions, and I think the owners the the owners of these teams know this, but he's making moves to line their pockets. So I think it's kind of rigged. In, in in what's going to happen. I don't think they want to make a change for their sport. They just want to keep the money coming in. Okay. No, yeah, I, could, I get it. I mean, and a lot of people outside of the sports seem to not like them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, yeah. Could you think of something off the top of your head that he's made that's actually a bad decision? Like, I don't know. Like, that's why I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, and I don't have exact examples, but I feel like some of his decision making when it comes to, um, what they give suspensions for has been kind of asinine and not fair okay. across the board. Yeah, yeah, I, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, and I don't, I can't think of a specific examples, but you know, they'll they'll ban a guy for either life or for forever uh, for doing basically nothing, and then they'll they'll give meaningless suspensions to guys who are doing much worse. So, for example, you're saying. Josh Gordon getting suspended for years for smoking weed. Yeah. And then you, you got guys that are... Uh, De- Deshaun women. Watson, he was basically only out... Abu- yeah, literally abusing women. Yeah. And or uh, sexually or physically or uh, and what's uh, certain what's other things, name? and they're only getting half the season. If and what's, what's his name? Ridley? He bet on his team? Yeah. 
Like oh. you're getting you're banning that guy for a year for for betting on his team. All right. <clears throat> well, I, I, we we can talk about that because I agree with that. That could get dicey. No, it, it could. Just... It could. And I I I I hear the argument for the suspension, but my argument is. If you're doing that, then guys like Deshaun Watson should have like a three-year minimum suspension. Yeah, but did Deshaun ever get? Did he ever get convicted? No, no. And so that's where the the gray area is, right? But like, if you're if you're the head of a pro sports organization, right? Shouldn't you be and above? They're shameful motherfuckers, man. Shouldn't they you don't be, give a frick? Shouldn't you be above reproach though? Like, even if he's not convicted i i, I like i i'm an innocent until proven guilty guy but on the same level if multiple women are coming up to you and you can and and whether they're lying or not you're putting yourself in a position where someone can say that right like no one is just going to fabricate an entire story and get 36 witnesses or however <laughs> however many women come up for Deshaun Watson, right? No one's gonna like create that out of nothing. There was at least one instance where some woman, whether he did something or not, made him feel like, ah, I want to say something about that. Like no one just completely fabricates that shit, you know? Fabric fabricates rather. I-, I see what you're saying, but along with but that's like uh that's like the like following the money trail, you know what I mean? Like I feel like after one of them said it, they were like, all right, let, let's all try to get on the money game, you know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. I'm not defending Deshaun Watson, but I'm saying with all them those women that came out, I feel like that there had to be a good amount of them just trying to find the mo- the money trail. That's fair. That's fair. But, but yeah, I no, do, I do agree that like Ben Roethlisberger, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That got that get convicted of stuff like that per se. Uh, this is a different sport. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He he literally paid the girl off. To for nothing to happen, so I, I totally no, I totally get what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Goodell, kind of. Eh, we don't really care one way or the other, really. Um, uh, Devin Singletary, uh, the Bills don't decide to pick him up, and he uh, goes and he uh, signs with the Texans. Um, Texans are kind of in a rebuild, so I guess I don't that's even know a, what the Texans are doing, man. Yeah. Like why? Like why? What? Why did he sign? I, so many questionable things, man. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of players, uh, just like Thielen. You'll, like you'll why probably are you get signing? the Dalton Schultz next, I assume. <laughs> right. Another right. Texan random. Like it just I I I don't know. That's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, if he just wants to go win two games and. And, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. if that's cool. Here's here's a here's another good signing though. They so they released Devin Singletary or not released, but they didn't sign him back. But they did go and they got former Patriots running back Damian Harris. Is that a good sign for the Bills? That's a really good sign if the kid can stay healthy. Yeah, he hasn't been able to stay healthy the last few years. Um, right now though, an update on the game: Trey Turner's back up with two on. Oh come on, Turner. Um, but for, for, for the, for the bills, I mean, it's good if he stays healthy. Yeah. I think they're going to try to ride their draft pick out from last year. James Cook, Dalvin Cook, brother from Georgia. Yeah. I think he's going to like, that's their guy, but I think a combo back with Damian Harris, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the bills are making all sorts of, uh, kind of moves, uh, but they're not 
all together the right ones. So I don't know if they're like gearing up for someone or what's going on, but they um, they didn't re-sign Isaiah McKenzie and he went and signed with the Colts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that I think that kid was a disappointment for them, though. He uh, he was dropping a lot of passes last year in big spots. Okay. Um, he's still young though. He still has a lot of upside, but I I feel like I feel like Gabe Davis and and Stephon Diggs are fine, and I feel like you can find slot receivers in the draft. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I I just thought it was interesting because they were trying to build around that the young team that they had built. Um, and then they've, you know, uh, slowly starting to drop some of those pieces. Isaiah McKenzie, you know, uh, we just talked about him, uh, Devin Singletary. So I just thought it was interesting that they're, they're letting some of these pieces go. And maybe that's a sign of good change for the Bills. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, all I know is if, if the Bills are going to compete next year, that Josh Allen is going to have his head out of his ass and not lead yeah. the league in interceptions. Um, Cowboys, uh, they signed Ronald Jones, which I think if Rogo. you're, if, if you're getting rid of, uh, Elliot, that's a huge pickup. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a younger, actually, I don't even know if he's younger, but they're around the same age and they kind of do the same thing. They're like, put the, the, put your head down type of backs. Yeah, his, um, his his best year was 2020. He had 192 carries, seven, 978 yards, and seven TDs. Right, that was the Bucks Super Bowl, I think. Um, yeah, it is. It was. And last year, he uh, he only played six fuck. games with the Chiefs. God damn it, Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Rojo Rojo's a good sign for the Cowboys just because he's going to be – he's just a complimentary piece to Tony Pollard. Yeah. So that'll that'll just be that. I mean, it's a cool complimentary piece. I mean, most teams now nowadays are running two back sets anyway. They're not trying to drive these guys into the ground like Ezekiel Elliott got done. Um, so I like I like the pickup though. Yeah, I like it. I hope um, it doesn't work out for them though. Screw the Cowboys. Oh, and uh, we were talking. We, we I, I sent you a, I sent you a text about it, um, but. Uh... The the big the big signing of uh, of the Saints man uh, they they sign uh, Detroit's favorite running back <laughs> Jamal Williams yeah Jamal Williams uh, what, do you think about, what do you think about that is that is that out of left field or... I really like that pickup and it was for a good deal too yeah it was for like seventeen mil for three years the guy just had seventeen touchdowns last year. He's your epitome of a goal line back. I'll tell you right now, if if you're a fantasy football player, don't don't draft Kamara next year. No, get with Williams. Williams is going to be that that red zone back. Um, I love that pickup. I really do. I think I think they're gearing up to try to win that division now because, like we've talked about in the past weeks weeks or so, that division is weak as hell. I just want to say though that division is going to be so fun to watch because another team gearing up is the Bears. The Bears are making the moves that they want to get. I mean, they just uh, they just signed. I don't know if we did we talk about DJ Moore going to the Bears. Uh, the Bears are in the North though, not the South. Well, yeah, I thought you were talking about the Lions. You're talking about the. Uh, I was talking about the Saints that I got geared you. Yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, sorry, with, yeah, yeah. With Williams. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But no, I agree. I I totally agree. I think I think the Bears fleeced the Panthers. Um, but Jamal Williams, love it. If you, if you want to talk about that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I he's he's been one of my favorite players to watch 
um, out of out of last season. And I thought it was so I thought it was so strange that they would just let him go and uh, and not really try to try to get him back uh, because he was such a corner piece of what they were doing uh, game in and game out. And he was like a fan favorite, too. There's there's not much you can say bad about this dude. He's such a delightful like player, like one of my favorite things this week. And this, this, it it was going to be my goal, but then I thought of some other things, but uh, he, he was doing a press conference and uh, after he signed with the saints and he was like uh, talking to the, the, the one guy and he was like, all right, so next week I'm going to come back in here and you guys are all going to be anime experts, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, the dude's a character. He's a and I was guy. like, this dude is so funny. I love it. And he's also, he was smiling. And he was like, he was like, they were like, oh, you happy? He was like, uh, maybe. This smile could also be for evil. <laughs> yeah, that dude's a character. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you're so funny. And I, I, I rocked with that. So I think that's a huge sign for the Saints. Uh, it's kind of a, huh? moment for the the lions in my opinion but i think i think it's a it's a really good sign especially in a division that's wide open for the for the uh the saints to get in there with Derek Carr and what they got going on there yeah yeah yeah. well i'll bring up then the 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 panthers trade with the with the bears if you want you you want you you started on the bears that you like what the bears were doing so the the trade i i forget if we've talked about it but we can just bring it up back up since we're on topic with it. Oh. Excuse me. Um, The Bears traded the number one pick. Next year's first rounder. Next year's second rounder. Yeah, good strike out on Otani. And DJ Moore. Yeah. The number one pick. And the Bears got back all that. And then they're, they got the eighth pick as well. They, I think they that's... They trade 12. I think that's huge. Uh, for both teams, really. Um, For a... a Panthers team trying to uh you know rebuild but also trying to take hold of a division like we said that's wide open um and the Bears same thing right like they're trying to put pieces around their guy Justin Fields to make a run at a division with which Aaron Rodgers may seemingly not be there anymore and um I think I think that it's uh, it's interesting and important for the Bears uh, that they're trying to build pieces around a franchise-level guy in fields before he wants to leave and get out of there. Yeah, 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 no, I like it. I like it as well. I think they they made the statement at this point that Fields is their guy because if they had the number one pick, they could go out and get one of these guys in the draft this year. Yeah. So I think they made the, the 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 right trade really. I mean they got a plethora of picks and now they got a number one for for fields. Yeah. I think I think that's a that's a great great job by the uh, upper front office of the Chicago Bears to get that trade. I, I really don't like like none of these quarterbacks pop out to me. No, not for me either. Uh, it's not been a year for me to be like, ah yes, go out and get this guy. So so we have Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Anthony Richardson, and then for some reason, people like this kid out of, I think it's Kentucky. Uh, I forget. It's a blue school, but it's Will Levis. And I don't like, I've, I've, I've watched a, a good amount of college football. And my, my best, my, 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 the best quarterback in my opinion would be Bryce Young. But I, I, I don't, I don't buy that any of these guys are 
going to be great. Yeah, no, I agree. Double play, though, USA. <laughs> Let's go get some hits, though. We need them. We need them. We need them. Um, anything on else? the fact that you uh, just, but you, I just wanted to bring it up because you said that the Lions let go of uh, Jamal Williams. They they yeah. did end up signing uh, David Montgomery from the okay. Bears. Okay, so, so that's, that's I, I guess decent, they have a decent replacement. Yeah, decent, decent replacement for sure, for sure. And the Lions are making a whole bunch of moves to get um, both draft picks and and just like little pieces here and there. So yeah, they I, own a lot of draft picks in this year's draft, and they got Gardner Johnson, Dave Montgomery. They got they re-signed an offensive tackle. That division, I think, is the, the my uh, honestly, I am most excited to watch the AFC East. The NFC, what is it there? The NFC North and then the uh, NFC South. Both of those, all three of those divisions are going to be real fun to watch. Yeah, I, I mean, they're all wide open. Yep. And, and I wouldn't say the AFC, well, the AFC East is wide open, but in the fact of like, it's not like everybody's crap. No, it's wide open in the fact that it's so everybody's ball. really good now. There's the, yeah. well, at least that there's the, it's so awesome to see the Patriots not be a doubter nonchalant on that. They're probably the favorites to be the worst team in that division. Which is crazy. I love it. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but barring Aaron Rodgers, some crazy stuff, Aaron Rodgers not going to the Jets. Yeah, there's a three-team race in that division that's going to be fun as heck. Anything else you got on the NFL, my friend? Uh, I mean, I think we chopped it up a good about the NFL there. I mean, okay. we'll, we'll keep we'll keep everybody updated every week and what we think <laughs> on certain things. Uh, we went through all the, the free – the notable free agents that came to mind. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we have any lists up this week, so. No. Uh, the the, uh, the one thing I had before we get to your uh, Jay's picks is uh, just a quick – I'm not going to go over too many games, but you could point out one if you had one. But I, I really love uh, how the NCAA tournament has been going. Um, the the upsets have been huge. And uh, for the for, for only the fourth time – in the tournament's history, UNC, Kentucky, Kansas, and Duke are not in the Sweet 16. Yeah, I, what I'm really like, what I, I'll just throw a team out there that I really like what they're doing, and they've been upsetting. They've upset two teams already, and they are in the tri-state area. It's the <laughs> Princeton Princeton Tigers. Yeah, they're uh, they're actually playing uh, Creighton in the round of 16 in a few uh, days. But they have upsetted two teams at this point now. They are a fun team to watch. I mean, that, that's why March Madness is just so fun. You know? Yeah. That's why I think that this, like, March that's Madness is That's what we live so for. Fun. And <laughs> but while, while we're talking about this, I would love to just – I think we both agreed last week that Purdue would be upset. Right. Yep. Uh, and – I mean, I made some cha-chings with that, that, that sucker. I should have put that in Jay's picks because you guys would have made some great money for that. But maybe, maybe, I think we'll have to do a subscribers only. Yeah, there you go. For the, for the in-depth Jay's picks because I made some – I mean, I showed Noah. I made some good money on that game. Yes, he um, did. <laughs> but Purdue, uh, Purdue, I mean, upset. They, they shit the bed they, like they usually do. They've been doing it every year. So – but I, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Princeton. It's fun to watch these teams. I'm 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 kind of sad F, FDU, another Jersey school, lost. 
Um, they did play their said, heart out. They played their heart out, though. And, and same thing with that. Penn State. I'm a Penn State football fan, but I'm a Villanova basketball fan. But I was still, I still had my heart in it for uh, Penn State, and they just lost to Texas. So, yeah, sad. Uh, but there's been great games. I mean, you, I could bring up a million of them. Yeah, no, great games. I just wanted to point those and out. Any, any team you're looking at, though, just to, just to, before we go? Um, yeah, UConn. Uh, you know, shout out to my, 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 this. What happened? You just, you cut out there? They're playing. Sorry. They're tall. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, UConn. Just restart from where you're at. It cut out there. Uh, UConn is yep. is playing at such a high level. Um, they've got height. They've got strength. Um, they are they are really killing it. Um, and I I think I think my my brother has uh, UConn winning his whole bracket. Um, and and I don't think that's a bad pick. I think is that a are... Connecticut thing? No, it's not a Connecticut thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Homer. No, I'm the, the, the thing with the UConn men's team. Per history, if they make the tournament at all, they win the whole dang thing. Like that's they, they they're not like undefeated on that level, but like that's like the the UConn men's team is not uh, the the greatest uh, of college basketball uh, men's teams. Uh, but when they do make the playoffs, man, they are good. You look at Ray Allen, you look at Kemba Walker. Both those guys have had tournament fame, tournament fame, um, and that's it's just cool to see. And I, I think UConn is a fun team to watch for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's what I got as far as that. Uh, it is now time for everyone's favorite segment, uh, Mister Mister J. What what are your Jays picks for this week? What do we got, man? For the first time in talking titles history, we have went negative. Oh, in our in our bets, man. Uh, I I will I'll continue to say UFC is the hardest to bet because that is literally your one punch away from you know what I mean, You're just losing your whole bet and your whole uh, thing. But I will say if you if you bet on Justin Gaethje, which I told you guys to bet, he was a nice underdog in that fight and he he made you some money. But we're gonna rebound this freaking week on. We got we got a Vegas fight night this weekend. Um, Ooh. Saturday, uh, the main card starts at 5.30 uh, or 6. Uh, I think it's 6, actually. But the main card, we're doing the main card every week, and we got some crazy names to go through again. We got, in the first fight of the main card, we have Nate Lonwear versus Austin Lingo. And I'm taking Nate Lonwear at minus 280. For our second fight of the night, we got Alex Perez and Manil Kopp. And I'm taking Manil Cop. I think he's an up and comer. Uh, and I think I think it's the bantamweight division. Might yes. be flyweight, but I think Manil Cop, uh, Cop, one of them too. He's a very, very good up and coming fighter. Um, and our third fight. All right, here, <laughs> here come the names, boys. Um, <laughs> Albert Derive versus Chidi Ninjunokni. <laughs> I try. Um. But we're going with Albert Derive at plus 150. He's going to be our uh, underdog of the week that we want to look at. For, for our fourth fight of the card, we have Macy Barber versus Andrea Lee. I'm going with the favorite here. We're going to Macy Barber at minus 250. 
She's young. She's talented. She's going to take it to the ground, and she's going to take the dollar. And then for the for the co-main event, we have the uh, previous – not, not uh, recently previous, but a previous champion in Holly Holm fighting uh, Yana Santos. And I'm taking Holly Holm, the big favorite, the one that upset Ronda Rousey six years to seven years ago mm. for her title. So I'm going with Holly Holm, the legend, Holly Holm. And then in our main event, this 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 fight right here, no, I know you're not a huge UFC fan. I'm going to remind you just to throw it on because I think this fight is going to be just an absolute technician of just boxing and just fun stuff. Okay. We got five rounds in the Bantamweight division for Marlon Chito Vera versus Corey the Sandman Sanhagen. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Cheeto guy. Then I, I, you know what? I don't we'll, we'll watch, I don't watch a week. lot of UFC, but I know Cheeto. That dude is a baller. We'll come back to that next week. I want you to watch the fight, and we can, we'll do a little breakdown on it. We'll do. Um, but we got, we got two. This is a title eliminator in the bantamweight division. I would assume. I think if either of these guys win, they will either fight Sean O'Malley next. Or for the strap, which is going to be defended in Newark, New Jersey, with Henry Cejudo and Aljamain Sterling. But back to this fight. I am going with the surprising underdog, in my opinion, Marlon Chito Vera at plus 138. I'm a huge fan of Marlon Chito Vera. I didn't really like him in the beginning of like his like hype train, but he is such a family man. He's such a good guy. And not but but not even just his home life. He is a sniper. He will knock your block off. If you watched his last fight, he knocked out the bantamweight, probably goat, in uh, Dominic Cruz with a nasty head kick. Um, so I'm taking Marlon Chio Vera at uh, plus 138, and those, my friends, are Jay's picks, and we're gonna we're gonna turn this shit around this week. We're getting some money this week. There we go. We got to get the money. We got to turn it around. But I mean, all in all. If you've been following Jay's pick since week one, we've been making money. Oh, dude. We've had so many four and one weeks. We've had three and twos. Last week was just the was the bottom of the barrel, but we're getting back. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, and now it is time for everyone's favorite or second favorite, but uh most notably, uh most reoccurring segment of the week. Uh it is garbage and gold. Um Jay, uh, my my, I'm I'm gonna start it off because my garbage is very. Go ahead. Hard. My my wow, garbage. Maybe another homer. My garbage right now, yes, is the USA team. Uh, <laughs> it is it is uh, still possible. There's a lot of baseball left. There's still you know, hopefully a good five innings of baseball left. But, but, uh, it is three one Japan, and uh, the US team uh, is has not been looking good. Uh, they haven't been pitching well. Uh, they haven't been hitting great uh, with the exception of the one home run from Turner. Um, and I've, I've expected better. I expected more of a duel, say either, you know, like a five, five, like burnout hitting match or like a zero, zero pitching duel and neither of which is happening. And it's kind of frustrating. So that's my garbage. Um, my gold for this week um, is, is honestly uh, the the tournament, and I know we talked about it, but it's really cool to see a lot of teams upset 
and uh, beat out the big name teams uh, because they they are the the little guys and they've got the heart. They've got they've got such a really big heart. A, a a a togetherness they play as a team and not just through one person and it's really exciting to watch so that's my gold uh the ncaa tournament has been amazing i love it um my garbage for the week is dylan brooks yeah <laughs> um i'm sick of this i mean i'm cool with the on-court stuff but i, I th- there's just a video that's been reoccurring man that that he, he pushes over a cameraman bro like I get you could talk your smack, be chippy with the players, but why are you doing that to a cameraman? Like, and it came out that he actually ended up hurting the cameraman. Like, yeah. if I'm that cameraman, you know what I'm doing? I'm suing his balls off. Um, yeah, he can get so much money from that. Like that, that like you're a joke, man. I, I like and like these guys. I've always taught. I usually call them dogs, but you're a clown, dude. I, I get doing the chippy shit on the court, but you don't do it just to a bystander, man. That that's just some, that's clown activity, and I don't like that. Right. Um, and then for my gold, I have two parts of this gold, and it'll piggyback off of my garbage. It'll be Kyrie denying him of his jersey. <laughs> they made a trade swap last night to to trade jerseys, and Kyrie gave him his jersey. And Dylan Brooks took off his jersey to give it to Kyrie, and Kyrie just walked away. <laughs> and I'm not a notable. I'm not a notable. Like I love Kyrie for his game. He's a character, but I love what he did to there. Um, and my second piece to it, uh, my gold is Trey Turner. Man, mm. Trey Turner has been off the wall. Great. He has now hit four home runs in three games, in these uh, finals, quarterfinals, and semis. Um, he had the go ahead grand slam. Two home runs on Sunday, and he's got one today. So, uh, hopefully, USA, it, I'll speak into existence. Knock on all the wood. We, uh, we bring it home, and we, uh, we, uh, you can write my woes for a bit because uh, I'm, I'm still sad about the Phillies. So, USA. <laughs> USA. Um, but, my friend, this was a really uh, different but really fun episode of Talking Titles. Yeah, man, I, I think I think uh, I think we definitely definitely could do this again. We also we always have room for improvement, but I think all in all, we we, uh, we did really well this time. With yes, for, sir. For, for yes, sir. Um, as always, I'm Noah, and I'm Jason. I hope you guys have a safe week. Uh, go USA. Yep, and everybody, ha- same here. Have a great week, and let's bring it home, boys. USA, USA. <laughs>